are you someone who gets what you want? We're going to be looking at transformation and if you are looking to make a transformation in your life, maybe it's a career move or perhaps a lifestyle or belief system. Are you setting goals and looking for ways to achieve and attain them? Well, joining me to share his experience is Sam Fuladgar, a life and success coach with over nine years experience in the corporate training field. And he specializes in leadership, performance and organizational culture transformation. Finding out what that all means, a very good morning to you, Sam. Hello. Good morning, good morning. Thank and you, well, Susan. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, transformation in the workplace. You work with companies, with organizations, on all manner of things when it comes to transformation, as well as leadership and, as I said, performance as well. So, what does it mean to you, transformation? Let's start with the workplace. Well, transformation, uh, it's very simple. It's just going from where you are to basically where you want to be in life or, or in business. So it's, it's basically the, the change or the process of change. And people will think about that, I think, quite regularly. You know, you don't just go to work and do what you do and go home and continue with your life. I don't think. Uh, I think many of us, particularly as expatriates, are considering where we're going to be in the next year or the next few years. So it's something that's ongoing when we're looking at transformation. Yes, yes. It's it's, it's a constant process. And, and you know, what what makes people happy is is not actually getting what you want it's actually the progress going through the 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 the, the journey it's not about the destination we all know that uh but w- it's easy to get caught up with the, with the goals and sometimes you do actually get the goal and you realize like is is this it you know that's that's it we got it but it's it's always moving forward it's always getting that progress whether it's in your life or your business or your health you got to know that you're moving forward constantly I think that's important, but I yeah. also think there is time to just be and enjoy, maybe reap the rewards of Definitely. the hard work. Because sometimes we're always looking ahead Definitely. and we're not actually thinking, you know what, I can just take a breath now. I've yeah. worked hard, I've achieved a few things and I'm doing well. Now I can actually relax a bit. Can yeah. we ever relax? You, it, it should be your number one priority. You see, in Dubai... Um, the, the the main focus of everybody here is just to come here and make money. Dubai is is uh, is a hub. It's it's one of the best uh, cities in the world. You can compare Dubai to uh, London or New York, and everyone's coming here to hustle, to make it happen, to make the money. Um, but you really you really have to be a person that kind of reflects. That's why uh, I encourage executives, and that's what we've been doing to a lot of companies out there. We've been encouraging them to um, incorporate more meditation, more mindfulness. Um, like for me, when I got introduced to meditation, it really changed my life uh, dramatically because it really gave me the space to go back and just reflect on where I am ju- or, or just to enjoy uh, where I am because sometimes it's, it's so fast paced in here or in, in Dubai that you don't actually get the time to really enjoy what's happening or to really feel what am I feeling like this is an important question I, and I invite everyone to consider this just to wake up and ask yourself like what am I feeling today that is called self-awareness you gotta know where you are and what you're feeling otherwise you'll, you'll just be you'll get overwhelmed you'll get overwhelmed 
And it's easy to, to, to fall into that def- definitely in, in Dubai because it's very fast-paced. You don't have time to think or feel what, you, what's, what you're experiencing inside. And what's really going yes, on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and for you in your life, Sam, when have you made significant changes or transformations? Well, um, there's always in life there's always ups and downs it's it's a constant process Uh, people think that it's always going to be up and that's what i come in and tell them it's not going to always be up life and once you embrace that idea it's not always going to be great it's not always going to be uh also bad you know when it's good enjoy it when it's bad you need to go down uh so it's it's been a series of of ups and downs in my life and you know where you hit that rock bottom that is a good place where when you succeed you actually tend to celebrate but when you fail you actually go back to the drawing board and you start to contemplate on what's going on and this is where you change the game so a really significant part of my life is is when i decided to become uh, a success coach Uh, i really hit rock bottom i was depressed broke jobless uh, my girlfriend of six years left me and then, you know, guys, this is when you start to ponder and really it changed my life and I became the man who I am today. I'm well, very grateful for uh, that. And that's very interesting in itself because you've, you say you've hit rock bottom yeah. and that's when you decided to be yeah. a life and success coach. Yeah. So that qualification, that experience gives you the ability to be able to help others. Yes, yes, definitely. It, 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 not, it didn't make me decide to become a success coach then, but it did pave the way because right then and there, I, I, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Why do some people succeed and others fail? What do successful people do differently? And that's, that's the curiosity that was, you know, that was created within me and... And I just decided to go on that journey. What were you doing before, uh, work-wise? Work-wise, uh, uh, when nine years ago, or, or no? When you said you hit rock bottom, you were broke. I was jobless. I was jobless. What, what had you been doing? What did you train to do? Or um, well, I did. Uh, I studied marketing. I did not like it. I wasn't. I was. I just took it because it was the easiest thing to do. I had no direction in my life, and uh, that's what I what I studied. Yeah. And did you do that for a living? No, no, no. Um, well, I did it for a while. I did. I went from one um, industry to another, um, but I didn't find the sense of satisfaction. So I, I worked in uh, media. I worked in publishing. I went uh, worked in printing, events management, and I, it it wasn't fulfilling. It it didn't fill the 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 gap for me. So. Uh, until I discovered, you know, coaching, I thought this is this is where I need to go. This is my purpose. Some people would say and fill them with horror at the idea that uh, as a young man or woman, you are trying and being involved in lots of different industries work-wise. Others would say, well, that especially when you're young, that's when you can uh, try different things, make mistakes, learn from them, and figure out what it is that you're good at and what you enjoy doing. So I guess that's what you went through. And that was all happening here in, in Dubai, in the UAE, was it? No, uh, I actually moved to Dubai uh, less than two years ago. Um, but w- what you're saying... Um, uh, so where, wa- where were you? I was, I was in Lebanon. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I actually moved, lived in the States before that. I was very young. We moved from the war. And... Um, you know, grew up there for four years, then came to Lebanon, went through school, and then did um, 
university, uh, it wasn't, uh, there was no direction for me at the time. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to encourage schools now to really not just work on building people's uh, intelligence, but also building their character, trying to let them or become aware of what is your direction in life? Where do you want to be? How to know yourself? Y you can be the smartest guy out there, but if you don't know yourself, or you don't know how to deal with people, it's going to be it's going to be very difficult for you to 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 make it out there. Do you think that not only do people put a lot of pressure on themselves but also peers family there's a lot of pressure on young people to be achieving yeah. achieving uh, and it's like hang on i haven't even lived yet before i can figure out what i want to achieve mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 so important to to know what you want from the beginning and 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 be self-aware of of where you are and what you're feeling and i i believe that parents play a humongous role uh in in the an adolescent's life uh knowing what they want and and really encouraging that uh growing up um i wasn't if i told them i wanted to be a motivational speaker or or a success coach they would laugh at me they would say like w you're crazy who would ever hire you and that's that's the case when i decided everyone said who would ever hire you who would ever work with you you don't have the results but luckily i i made it happen no matter what and to to support them if if your kid wants to become uh i don't know a musician you have to support them that's what brings out their 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 energy their happiness that's what mo that, that's what's most important uh to all the parents out there your main focus is to make sure that they're happy doing what they love to do. They'll figure out the way. Your kids are not yours. They're, they're your kids. You brought them into the world. But they have different aspirations, different desires, and you should be a person that's supporting them. You can, be, you can choose any profession right now, and you can make something big out of it. You can be a dancer. You can talk about... I heard this... Um, this guy, he, he talks about social media. He said, if, if you want to talk about Garfield, okay, you can go on social media, you can keep talking about Garfield, and you will find people out there that just want to talk about Garfield, and you can create products out there, and you can sell them. You can create a business out of anything right now. But all you got to do is stay focused on it. Don't listen to anybody out there. Follow your dreams. And the parents need to be very supportive, very supportive. They play a critical role. You want something that is tangible, where you've seen results, where you, there's an industry that has, you know, maybe a history behind it, longevity behind it, so that they can feel confident for their child, for their teen or their young adult to do well in the world. So it's difficult, isn't it, to break with convention when you have that expectation placed upon you. I'm talking to Sam Fuladgar, who is a life and success coach and uh, passionate about what he does. He's found what makes him happy. Happy. But for many years, he was in lots of different jobs and, you know, not doing so well, had real ups and downs. Um, but now he's advising executives and entrepreneurs on how to think and develop strategies for lasting transformation 
in life and business. Uh, quite a few along similar lines, as one can imagine. Anita saying, I don't have direction in my life. What am I doing? I'm not happy. What should I do? Uh, also, somebody here saying, uh, rather like yourself, um, how would you recommend going about a career change? I'm 27 years of age. I've been to university. I've got a degree in my chosen field. And after working in this industry for five years, I realize I hate it and it's not for me. I feel I have hit rock bottom like yourself. I want to pursue my passion and use my talents in a completely different industry. So any advice or tips to do this? Yeah, definitely. I believe that we there's there's a calling within us that we need to fulfill. And as a human being, you have to be. Uh, constantly expressing your true self. That's what we talk about. That's what I talk about usually with my clients, how to live your truth. And it, it's okay. You went through uh, your, your degree. You learned it. You understood what you didn't like it. Now it's good. It gave you contrast. You, you saw what you do want. I believe you should definitely go after what you want. Now, I totally believe that sometimes people tell me, yeah, but you gotta be, you gotta be a bit realistic. Uh, um, we gotta pay the bills. I can't do just a, just a transformation in my life and take a new career change. Um, do your job now. If it's making you money, that's fine. Um, you work from nine to five, but from seven to 1 a.m. in the morning, what are you doing? Uh, go and work on that passion of yours, develop it, uh, try to make sure that you learn it inside out and make the transition slowly. I, what I did in the past, I resigned. Uh, I, did, like, I quit cold turkey. I resigned and I did the coaching. It was kind of a struggle. If you don't have money in your pocket, you're not going to be able to sleep very well and you're not going to be able to focus a lot on the on the the shift so i suggest that you do the transition slowly and and you move off from there and make sure that you you have money in 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 your bank account at least to survive and not think about money this is this is what i recommend mm. but totally go after what you want because if you don't go after what you want you're not going to be fulfilled as a person and i see that in dubai a lot especially people are doing stuff they they don't like or they're doing stuff that they're passionate about, but the, the, the demand of, of the lifestyle and the, the corporate environment is just too high that people can't take it. They actually stop enjoying what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. It could be that it's just, you, and not for this person, but when you're talking about people that are feeling overwhelmed, that they're in yeah. a job that they are that is perhaps right for them, but it's managing that job yeah. and the expectations of people around you in that job uh, better. And that's a challenge. That's a big challenge. And I know it's something that you work with companies on how they are with their employees mm. to give them a better quality of life yeah. in the workplace yeah. Yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit later uh, lots coming in on this for, for Anita who's just saying that I don't have direction in my life uh, and what I'm doing I'm, isn't making me happy mm. sometimes the hardest thing is figuring out what it is that you do yeah. want to do and I, again I think it's something like you say you need to take your time with it yes yes definitely the a lot of my um, my clients come to me t for uh, talking about their purpose. Um, if you're not living your purpose, you're going to be completely unfulfilled. Um, and a lot of people don't know what their purpose is. See, if you, if you don't know your purpose, your purpose is to find out what your purpose is. Do anything uh, it takes just to know what your purpose is. Um, hire a coach. 
uh, go for a training, whatever it is, just do something about it. Now, usually what I ask uh, people in such situations is that, what do you love to do? What is it that inspires you? Uh, what are you great at? What is something that you're completely curious about? Sometimes you don't know your, your purpose um, now, but you know that I love doing this. Like for me, I used to like doing stand-up comedy. Uh, so I took a course on that. Did I want to become a stand-up comedian? No. Um, but that's what made me feel good. But now when I go up and talk in front of people, I use that as my edge because that's me. So you have to know yourself, and that's where you have to dig in deep. Meditation is great. Uh, um, there's a lot of great books about uh, you know finding your purpose out there. Uh, you got to do the inner work. It's it's not a it's not an outside game. It's an inner game that you have to play it inside out to know what you really want. You kind of have to become a practical psychologist for yourself. A psychologist is not going to help you. Um, you know, they're not going to help you. You're going to help yourself. They'll guide you through it or a coach will guide you through it. But you got to learn how to become a person that, that kind of knows how to deal with themselves, knows what they want, and kind of intuitive. You need to be a bit intuitive where your mind or your body, your nervous system is telling you, go this way. You don't know why, but you believe that this is the right path. And a lot of successful people, they tell you they follow their intuition and and. Believe me, it's something that you can develop. And you f- it feels right. It feels follow right. Your gut it feels right. Follow mm. it. Um, somebody's saying here, uh, that being a success coach, um, do, do you don't maybe need to have a success record, but are you just talking book knowledge? So are you just reciting what you've learned from a book? Very good. Very good question. Um, I totally believe in what he's saying. There are a lot of people out there that take a weekend course on coaching and then come to you and tell you, oh, I can coach you on anything and I can coach anybody. That is, that is BS. You can't do that. Uh, as a coach, you have to be a person that is, you have the results. And let me tell you something. I'm going to be very honest. When I first started, it was just theories. I was just saying stuff and it wasn't, it wasn't congruent. It was just like you're, you're just throwing theories out there. And, and uh, you know, the people's, BS meters are they they know that you know what this guy doesn't know what he's talking about he's just throwing um theories at us and textbook uh things um but yeah you got you, as a coach if you want to be a coach you got to go and work on yourself first get the results work on yourself and then start working with other people. And when you're working with other people, uh, it's not just you talking. It's about going through uh, some exercises, yeah, about definitely. posing certain questions to an individual and, and, and maybe looking at their life in a, in a different way. Yeah. But ultimately, it's about them doing the work. Exactly. Um, as a coach, my job is not to sit there and... and, and you know, talk to them and preach and whatever. Whatever works for me as an individual, as Sam, doesn't necessarily work for you, Susan. So uh, my job is to come in there and to to become a catalyst for you and just ask you questions, make you figure out the solutions for yourself. And the coaching sessions that I usually do are very interactive. There's a lot of humor. We laugh a lot. We enjoy ourselves. Um, it, it's just it's just great fun. One here saying uh, from our listener, I've got two master's degrees from Ivy Leagues, but I quit my PhD last year, starting my own business with zero inco- income, and I'm loving it. So uh, there's one person 
person's story. Now, I asked you uh, to come armed to our talk um, with things that have inspired you or helped you. And yeah. you've selected a movie, some music, and also a book that have inspired. So let's start with your movie. And this is from Ali, the film about Muhammad Ali with Will Smith. Um, tell me why you've selected this. Um when I first of all Muhammad Ali is, is, is a great inspiration for me um, uh, his character reminds me of my character because he has this playful uh, cockiness and I am pretty much like that uh, I, he brags about himself he talks about he's the greatest and I, I totally believe that sometimes modesty is dishonesty you you got to know that you're a powerful individual and you're great and and it's okay to talk about it man if they came to me tomorrow and they say we want you to fight joe frazier madison square garden millions and millions of dollars here's your license back i will tell them i will never fight again frankly muhammad i'm surprised because unless you or until you fight frazier Cosell, there are people are you who are losing your hearing along with your hair don't put no question to it, man. I done told you I'm through fighting. I got a much bigger contender, a much heavier opponent. I'm fighting the entire U.S. government. Do you think you're going to jail? I don't know. I don't know. Joe Frazier told me on this show that he could knock you out. See, there you go agitating. You should have asked Smoking Joe, what have he been smoking? That boy even dreamed he whooped me. He better wake up and apologize. But if I ever was to get in the ring with Joe, here's what you might see. Ali comes out to meet Frazier, but Frazier starts to retreat. If Joe goes back an inch farther, he'll wind up in a ringside seat. Ali swings with his left. Ali swings with his right. Just look at the kid carry the fight. Frazier keeps backing, but there's not enough room. It's only a matter of time before Ali lowers the boom. Ali swings with his right. What a beautiful swing. But the punch lifts Frazier clean out of the ring. Frazier's still rising, and the referee wears a frown, because he can't start counting till Frazier comes down. Frazier's disappeared from view. The crowd is getting frantic, but our radar station's done picked him up. He's somewhere over the Atlantic. Now, who would have thought when they came to the fight, they was going to witness the launching of a black satellite? But don't wait for that fight. It ain't never going to happen. Only thing you could do is wonder and imagine talking today about transformation in your life whether it's in the workplace or maybe it's in your personal life uh, maybe it's just trying to juggle everything work life getting the balance right into your life and we're talking to life and success coach that is Sam Fuladgar and uh, interesting name originally from Iran yeah and uh, Fuladgar interesting yeah the origin yeah yeah yeah, I grew up in Lebanon, um, but my my dad's grandfather came to from Iran, and uh, yeah, but you can say I'm I'm Lebanese. Oh well, yeah. it's just always interesting to hear where people come from. Of course, living here is such a diverse population, and you're helping companies and individuals transform their lives. And when it sounds like a big thing, doesn't it, Sam? A grand thing, and it could be for some people, but it's not always about that. Sometimes it's the little things in our day that can make a big difference. And lots of people texting in. Let's share some mm. of those messages this morning. Um, we were just listening there to the from the film Ali, and you were saying uh, Muhammad Ali inspired you and somebody here says modesty sometimes is like having a ferrari engine on a honda civic mm. engine is never utilized yeah definitely the, the, you know our potential our potential as human beings is 
is unlimited. Um, and the thing is, sometimes we're worked, we're working uh, on on basically like twenty percent capacity or even less, and it it all depends on on how you were raised and and the people around you and the support system uh, that you grew up in. Um, I totally believe in what he's saying. You have to work on yourself in terms of psychology, in terms of uh, taking care of your body, in terms of you know meditating, uh, making sure that your your spirit uh, your spirit is alive. Um, surround yourself with successful people. Make sure that you're operating with people that are better than you and that encourage you because it rubs off on you when you surround yourself with successful people it rubs off on you if you're the smartest guy in the room you need to change that room you need to go into a room where you're not the smartest guy and it's good to feel self-conscious that means you're you're growing you're expanding so make sure or i would tell you this you are the result of the five people you spend the most time with. Maybe these people are not working on peak capacity. You need to be working with people that you want to be in their shoes. Surround yourself with successful people. Change the environment around you. Uh, feed your brain just to make sure uh, you're operating on peak capacity. Uh, so talking before and following on with that point actually about you know whatever you want to do you can do it and somebody's saying here that's rubbish you have to have talent um, I may want to be a footballer and go to the Lionel Messi school of football but I have no talent for it so I won't make it we're not entitled to have something because we want it we have to be good at it it's realizing that and then focusing and applying your skill appropriately um, there is, to a certain extent, uh, truth in what he's saying. Uh, you kind of have to be realistic in terms of, like, if I'm 50 years old and I decide to go into and you know become a professional uh, soccer player or anything, it's it's really going to be difficult. Um, but go out there and play soccer. At least you'll feel good about it. At least you're you're doing something that you love. Um, I don't agree that talent is the only thing. You can have talent, but talent will only get you somewhere. When I first started nine years ago, I decided to become a success coach. Really, I had no idea what I was talking about. Uh, but passion, passion is the most important thing out there. Passion will actually uh, destroy the person that has the talent. You got to be a person that's hustling all the time. You got to work hard. You got to study what you want and know that you're going to get there and expect that's that's something that I want to talk about. A lot of people tell me I want to do this and I want to do that, but they just don't expect it to happen. You got to have an expectation that it is going to happen no matter what. When I when I decided to become a success coach, everyone around me told me you're not going to do it. You're just wasting your time. But I, you, you have to develop the capacity to say And why did you really want to be a life and success coach because it was my calling because when I was 15 years old I would actually uh, imagine it uh, happening but the thing is because we have these limiting beliefs we all know what we want Susan but the thing is you don't believe that you're going to get it so you disregard it and what do you say to yourself you say oh I don't know what I want in my life why because somewhere in your life you decided that my passion is not going to happen I don't have the capacity to do it I'm not a big enough person I'm not worthy enough to have it whatever the reason is so you disregard it and what does your mind say then I don't know what I want in my life I have no purpose I have no direction and that's where we take people back and we work on 
if if there were no it was if there was no failure what would you be doing right now and this takes them to a place of of going back to that place and connecting with their true passion and their true calling no failure no barriers exactly. no boundaries what would you like to be doing right now well there's a question for you this morning uh, and another question for you sam um somebody here saying uh, adnan actually good morning to adnan uh, einstein's definition of insanity is always doing the same thing and expecting change do you agree with this point and how would you recommend changing daily routines to succeed okay uh definitely if you're doing this the same thing over and over there's it's just not logical people tell me like i need to change what are you doing uh i'm doing this have you ever changed it did you try uh no it's just that that learned helplessness that victim mentality you need to start looking at yourself as a person that is bigger than any challenge out there um to change uh, a behavior or to change your circumstances you got to be changing the environment around you if you want to lose weight but you got cookies and brownies and all of that stuff around you um, it's going to be really difficult to, for you to do that so you need to change the environment around you and probably change the people around you hold yourself to a higher standard if you're hanging out with people that are going to the pub all the time and and just binge eating and binge drinking it's it's going to be very difficult. So who are you hanging out with? Change the conditions of the environment. So if you are a person that smokes, let's say out on the balcony, move your your couch to uh, f- on the door of the balcony so it makes it very hard for you to oh so you're going to be thinking I need to move the couch now just so I can smoke out there. So, you know what? Leave it change the environment change the people change the circumstances make sure that that it supports your uh, your growth or the behavior that you want to achieve let's take a look at the book that you've selected this morning it's a book that you say helped you and it's man's search for meaning by victor frankl it's an amazing book it's an amazing book. what did you take from this for those who don't know what the book is about it's about this uh psychiatrist um he was uh i think he was austrian and uh, the at the time the invasion um of uh in the world war 2 i think hitler uh invaded the the country and and he was a jew and they started killing people uh they took him to camp auschwitz and um he just goes through the the, the experience of what happened with him and he was able to to basically talk about why people some people made it and survived the the torture and other people didn't uh really amazing book it's it it can be very gruesome Uh, uh, he shares a lot of things that i mean this book made me cry It, it was it was one of the most inspiring books out there um he just it shows you it gives you perspective that whatever you're going through right now it is it is not as close as what they went through and how to take your suffering and give it meaning we are all going out there and we're all going to face challenges we're all going to face pain uh, pain is inevitable but suffering is optional knowing that your suffering has a meaning and 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 fueling or or taking that pain to fuel your desire is 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 key is a key element it's so important so i definitely recommend that people read it well it's a hugely popular book in the sense that so many people have uh, 
like you've taken so much from it uh, man's searching for man's search for meaning um, at the time of Frankel's death in 1997 man's search for meaning had sold more than 10 million copies in 24 languages and a 1991 reader survey for the Library of Congress in America asked readers to name a book that made a difference in your life and they found man's search for meaning among the 10 most influential books in America so uh, there's uh, something for you to check out and you know the idea of resilience and no matter how tough things get one there is always someone that's worse off than you but two what you can I mean what what he did was he and what I guess what you've touched on this morning is he had such great inner strength he had his own spirituality had his own which helped him get through the most horrendous horrors that he experienced and his family experienced for him to survive so whatever you might be feeling no matter how tough things may be getting you have to look inside to find that strength but that's not always easy when you're in the midst of high stress as many people you work with are uh, as we may know people that are highly stressed in the work that they do or the lives that they're leading so it's about trying to find those tools those those mechanisms to be able to sort of unwind a little bit and and get some grounding i think and that's why you talk about meditation so much it's what's really helped you and it's helping millions of people across the globe now it's become a universal speak whereas before it was something people didn't really Mm. talk about now so many different people are meditating and it's helping them manage their life and it not only manage their life it gives them inspiration they seem to be more happy they seem to be more productive so it's an interesting area energized as well yeah more energy energy. yeah yeah fabulous um question here Uh, i have many interests but after i start one I just feel bored. Uh, It's like once I've figured out how to do it, it doesn't interest me anymore. It's an interesting one. Mm. Um, We we all have a lot of interests in our lives. Um, Some of them, they're not your true calling, but it's something that you're interested in. Um, But really, it's, it's, it's about connecting with your purpose, your true calling. What am I here? Ask yourself this question. Why am I here? on this earth why am I here why was I created and 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 work from that another thing is that's that quite a big statement to make about yes. somebody uh, being happy with their life but you think that's what the sorts of yes. questions purpose. should be purpose is so important it is it is the f- it is the engine of 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 your life why was I created like for me it's it's you ask me with total congruence and there's no doubt in me I'm here to, to serve people, to make sure that they make the change in their lives and live their truest potential, live their truth. Whenever I face any setback in my life, I say, this is my purpose. I, how am I going to give up on my purpose? It's, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And that's what keeps me going. Knowing what your purpose is and then f- knowing what are the mediums for you to achieve it. So Oprah is, it wants to transform people's lives. She has a talk show. I am a coach. We kind of have the same purpose, me and her, but she has a different medium for it. You build your purpose, know your purpose, and then brainstorm ideas on how to fulfill this purpose everywhere you go. Now, in terms of why she's not following through, you got to know why you want it. You got to have a powerful reason behind why you want it. When I'm sitting with people, they tell me, this is what I want. Great. Why do you want it? How will you feel? I'll feel good. 
basically you just invested in me as a coach to be with you. So when you get your truest goal or your ultimate goal, you're going to feel just good. Tell me more. So one, one thing that I would advise is that know what you want. Write a paragraph why you want it. And if it's not a powerful enough reason, go back and find more compelling reasons behind it. That will actually fuel your desire. A lot of people think about how am I going to get it. No, it's not about how. Why do you want it? When there's a strong enough why, the how will be figured out really easily. Take a walk with the cedars humming Cityscaping sunsets stunning Every fire kindle burning Every empty space is fitting I believe in the good things coming, 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 coming I believe in the good things coming, 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 coming I am no master, I know nothing I am no master, I know nothing so listening there to the musical choice, the music that inspires or helps one in one's life. And that's according to Sam, uh, Sam Fuladga, who is a life and success coach. So tell me about this piece of music. Uh, this, uh, this piece of music really kept me going in, in, in the toughest times um, of my life. Um, it, it just reminds me that the good times are are going to come you know when when we go through a bad time we think that it's going to go on like this forever um so yeah the, the, it kept me through the toughest times where you know my doubts surfaced my fears there were there were times where i didn't know how to pay the rent or where i was going to stay or and i kept listening to it because it reminded me that this is actually shaping my character and and making me a better person Dark as the Night by Nako Bear. Really interesting music, beautiful. And Nako Bear, I've never heard of this person before. Yeah, he's, um, he's kind of um, not mainstream, but uh, his music is amazing. And, and he, he, he's with a band called uh, Medicine for the People. Uh, most of his music is around you know, spirituality and, and connecting to your purpose and knowing that you are connected to the divine and and there's a being uh or you are you're people think that we're we're human beings on a spiritual journey but it's the other way around we're spiritual beings uh on a on a human being journey and uh, he keeps you know connecting people to that it's amazing natash says uh show me a man with knowledge and i can show you a clerk or a manager show me a man with passion and i can show you a man making history natash best quote ever i heard and love what you're talking about some this morning and we're going to be sharing your mantra in a few moments what you live by and clearly you have many and yeah. being inspired as a success coach um andrew's asking would you say you use the same skills to achieve your goals in business as you might in your personal life um it, it, it's very general 
um, um, there are certain skill sets that you need uh, in business. Um, a lot of the most successful people, and we're talking about millionaires and billionaires, they're kind of people that are kind of non-emotional, non-attached when it comes to business. I've heard a lot that CEOs are kind of psychos. They're not. They're not psychos. They're they're just people that know how to disconnect. They know how to um, separate themselves from from the emotions at the time because it's business. When you're going into your personal life, when it comes to relationships. You, you can't be a person that, that is disconnected all the time. You have to be a person that is compassionate. Even in business, you need compassion. But there are certain times where you, you kind of need to separate from the emotions. And, and you need to know what is the context for you to deal. According to that, you can deal with it. Lots of messages coming in. One Rakesh is saying, I'm an IT technician in Dubai for the past 13 years. And I'm thinking and wondering how I can move up the corporate ladder. I'm sure many people uh, think like that, how to move up. Now, as a success coach, you can't make that happen for somebody. You can only advise and give ideas on how to maybe think and how to act. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, as you've been saying throughout the morning, it's about what comes from within. Yeah. So, And also with this, there's a certain amount of practicality involved, which is understanding what is the, the next rung on the ladder and how do you attain that via mm-hmm. the work that you do or the qualifications you need or the connections you need to make in the workplace. Mm. Uh, to go up the corporate ladder, y- the, 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 see, when there's a change in a mind, mindset things change uh, dramatically in your life um, to know uh, or to, to, to have that f- mindset where I'm going to be adding value to everyone around me don't, don't, think, don't focus on trying to be successful focus on being a person of value wherever you go you just add so much value to the people around you and as a result of that they're going to be thinking this guy just he's he's amazing wherever he goes it's not what you do for people it's how you make them feel okay and you got to make people feel that you are irreplaceable that you can take on the challenge you you got to develop leadership skills so people can actually give you the responsibilities but adding value is the most important key adding value just ask yourself every day this question how can i add value to my company how can i add value to my manager to my clients to my spouse to my girlfriend my boyfriend my kids that is a very important question that you need to be asking yourself every day and another thing ask for feedback 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 all the time one person came up to me once and he told me i want to you know climb up the corporate ladder and i told my boss that i needed a, a promotion he said no i'm like did you ask him why he said yes i'm like why are you complaining then he just gave you feedback work on that work on exactly what he gave you you're, he's you're lucky that he gave you the feedback so ask for feedback all the time another thing that i want to ask um, i would ask you to consider is go to the people in your company your boss your manager the people that you're working with ask them this question how do you see me limiting myself very important question that you need to ask the people around you and then listen don't argue with them don't tell them well wait a minute listen let me tell you what happened no no just listen completely even if you don't agree with them and just say this thank you for caring enough to tell me what you think that is a very important question and it's made me um, progress in my life in the, in the most amazing ways 
when you're looking at that ladder, the corporate ladder, the corporate world, or in the workplace generally, the culture, the working culture, and it's something that you're very passionate about and you're working with companies on, that it's not all a one-way street. It's yeah. not all about the employee giving to the employer. It should be reciprocal. And what are the employers giving to the employees? So what are you doing to help enhance the working culture? Hmm. Companies are becoming aware now that um, employee retention is very low. Uh, there's a lot of turnover, uh, especially in Dubai. Um, so companies are, find, are struggling with the idea of keeping and retaining employees. And they're starting to become competitive in terms of um, benefits. See, benefits, are, are, they're not going to do it for you. You can, you can be a great company that has a lot of benefits involved but if the employee is not happy it's, it's just going to be difficult for that person to stay so what, what i'm doing now is i'm working with organizations and 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 executives on how to transform their culture in terms of how can we create an environment that cultivates the happiness of your employee google will, will you know, made it very simple. They just asked themselves this question. How can we create an environment where people just don't want to leave the office? You know, it, the, that's why they put the games, they put the snacks, they put everything. And, and it's, if you're a manager or your business owner, your job is to make sure that your people are happy. There's a company out there. I encourage every professional to look at it. It's called Zappos, one of the best working environments in the world. The CEO is not called the CEO. He's called Chief Happiness Officer. <laughs> his job, his job, believe it or not, is to make his people happy all the time. That's what he comes up with most of, most of the time. If you're thinking, how can I consume my employees' resources, you're going to lose this employee. Your shifting in mindset should be, how can I create an, an amazing environment? How can I keep this guy so happy or this woman so happy that they just don't want to leave? If you're an employer, your, your focus also should be, how can I add more value to my employees? been a pleasure talking with you this morning Sam Fuladgar and you're all over social media we've posted up your details up on our website we've blogged about you this morning so check it out on the Dubai Today page at DubaiEye1038.com sorry if we didn't get to all your messages but maybe Sam you'll join us again at a later Definitely. date thank you for having me and uh, we'll leave with your mantra what do you live by Sam uh, I live by just just make it happen just go out there and make it happen no matter what. Nothing needs to, needs, to, needs to stop you from getting and achieving what you want and, and living your truest, highest self. Live your truth always. Sam Fedekar, thank you very much for your time today.